things for a minute. from you know I could ask you the same question except I already know the answer oh you do do ya I do mr. friends you got to get back out in the world get out of that lonely house that little workshop of yours get back out on the road really you're gonna live a long time Ron you should make a radical change in your lifestyle. I mean, the core of man's spirit comes from new experiences. And there you are, stubborn old man, sitting on your butt. Sitting on my butt? Yeah. Ha! I'll show you sitting on my butt. Stubborn old man. I'll show you. Come on, then. Come on. Sitting on my butt. <laughs> yeah. Come on, old man, come climb it. Sitting on my butt. Come on, keep going. <laughs> You're doing great. Keep going. Keep going, Ron. Yeah. Can anybody see this? God, are you watching this right now? Yeah. You all right? Ah, yeah, little pin, pin head. <laughs> all right, there you go. There's the theme word for 2016, the theme phrase for 2016, right? It's just time to get off your butt. Right? That's, that's kind of the message today. It is, uh, uh, I think, running through all the scripture that we're going to see today. And there's a sense of, of urgency, I hope you get, as uh, we walk through scripture today. And uh, that the scriptures will just speak to you in a way this morning that will impact the rest of your year. And you'll have that reoccurring nudge, that reoccurring push uh, that you just saw on the screens, right? To just to not let your life stay uh, where it is, but to go ahead and just get off your butts and, and just get life moving in a different direction, in a God-centered kind of direction. And uh, that's what we're going to see. We see it right away when we go into Matthew 2, and we're going to look at the experience today of, uh, of that experience when the wise men came, and, and then as we'll see here after they leave, and Joseph and Mary flee, and Herod's furious. So we're going to look at that whole section in Matthew 2. So if you got the Word with you, you just go ahead and uh, flip it open to Matthew 2 or get your, uh, get your Bible app out and uh, go to Matthew 2. That's where we're going to wander, okay? And uh, right away in Matthew 2 and verse 12, uh, this is the, speaking of the wise men. The wise men have, have made the journey, right? They've come, they've uh, found the child, they've worshipped, they've given their gifts, Right? And uh, you get in Matthew 2.12 kind of that get-off-your-butt phrase. And it's right there in the beginning. It says, when it was time to leave. <laughs> when it was time to leave. That's kind of the Bible's way of saying, here's your hat, here's your coat, what's your hurry, right? You know that old thing, right? Here's your hat, here's your coat, 
What's your hurry, right? Well, he's speaking to the wise men, right? Well, it's time to leave, right? It's now time for the wise men to leave and return to their own country. But notice they have to return to their own country by a different route. For God intentionally got involved, warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. I want you to put yourself just for a brief minute in the position of these wise men. This is how far they've journeyed to get there, right? They, uh, they have been way over here, right, in Persia, and they've made that journey all the way over to Jerusalem and then down to uh, Bethlehem to find the child, right? They made that long, it's about 800 miles, that long 800-mile mile trek, right? They get there, they worship the child, and the next word they get is, get off your butt, it's time to leave. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be a little bit... I mean, wouldn't you like to just kind of hang out for a while? Wouldn't you just like to get to know Mary, get to know Joseph? I mean, just kind of, you know, you know, bounce the kid on your knee for a while, get some pleasure out of this trip. But no, they get there, they go through the experience of why they're there, and then right away, God says to them, hey, it's time to leave. It's time to leave. And we know that's probably a very short time that the wise men were there. Uh, because remember what's going on. Herod had met with him and said, listen, when you find the child, send word to me, and I'll come worship him too, right? We'll see that later in the text. And uh, Bethlehem is only about six to eight miles south of Jerusalem. So it doesn't take very long to make that journey. And how long would Herod wait before he figured out word wasn't coming back? Not that long, right? This is an urgent guy. So these wise men have made this 800-mile journey. They're now there. They've accomplished that for which they came, and right away they get the word, hey, it's time to leave. Get off your butt. And God gives them a new direction. Now, if you look at where we think they traveled, right? Here's a map, uh, and the red lines here, the red lines are these traveled routes. They were like the highways of that day and age, right? These were the commonly traveled routes. So it's likely that they came way over here in Persia, and they came around, and they came down this way, came into uh, Israel, and went to Jerusalem, and then went down to Bethlehem, right? So that's their probable route. Then when they leave, they need to leave by a different route, have to take a different route because they can't go back to Jerusalem. Herod is there. And so these green lines down here or blue lines down here, sorry, colorblind. No, these blue lines down here are the potential routes that they probably took to get back to the main highway to head back to Persia. Now, it's interesting. If you look at this map, do you notice these little uh, white and red things here, these little white and red squares? Uh, Pastor Andrew told you last week, that uh, Herod was a great builder, remember? He was a great builder, and he built all kinds of fortresses and palaces for himself. All those little red things are one of his fortresses, one of his palaces, where there would be an armed patrol. Okay? Now, that's not, that's not bad for having a bunch of summer houses, huh? He did pretty well, yeah. But notice, what do the wise men face when they leave Bethlehem, and they sneak out of town. They are under the constant threat, the constant threat of Herod. 
these guys have to sneak out of town. Remember, Herod is not a nice guy. He is absolutely ruthless, right? He killed his sons. He killed his wives. He, he will kill children. He has no reservations about being cruel and ruthless. He wouldn't blink at the idea of getting rid of a few wise men. These guys are under that kind of oppression. And the word of the Lord comes to them and says, look, it's time to get off your butt and go home by a different route. But they need to do it. They need to get off their butt. They need to go home regardless of the threat. Here's the truth. Some of you, many of you, as you start 2016, you're in the same place. You need to get off your butt about some things in your life that are just harassing you, oppressing you, that are, that are just dragging your life down. You're in that same place where you just need to stop waiting around, stop thinking about it, stop saying, well, someday, and just go ahead and get off your butt. It's time to leave some of those old behaviors behind. It's time to leave some of those old feelings behind. It's time to leave some of those old attitudes behind. You just need to get off your butt. It's time to leave. Some of you have been holding on to grudges for years and years and years. I'm telling you, God's saying to you today, it's time to leave. This is time to leave. Leave that behind. You've got some hurts or maybe even this last Christmas when you were together as a family, some rough or hurtful words were thrown your way. Okay, it's time to leave. Don't carry those things into a new year. It's just time to leave. You've got some disappointments, you've got some failures, you've got stuff in your life, because that's the way life is, right? It's just the way it is in a broken world. It's the way it is in Herod's kind of world. And you need to just come to worship today and understand God is saying to you, as much as he said to wise men, it's time to get off your butt. It's time to leave. Just, Just leave that behind and get on a different route. That's what he did for these guys. He put them on a different route. Now, it wasn't an easy route. There was uh, all kinds of challenges with that route, fortresses that they had to sneak by. Herod was still there being oppressive and being uh, who he was, right? We see that, that the obstacle of Herod never leaves the whole situation that we're looking at today in Matthew 2. Herod, from the beginning, manipulated these guys. He meets them, and he ascertains from them, you know, so when did you first see the star? It's all about Herod, right? He's been manipulating these guys from the beginning, and when they don't don't come back, he is absolutely furious that he's been outwitted. And in his anger, he sends soldiers to Jerusalem to kill every child under the age of two years old. There's going to be difficulties. There's going to be challenges. It is tough to break out of an old route. It's just tough to break out of an old route. Let's see. How many of you today are sitting in the same chair that you always sit in when you come to worship? Amen? It's just dang tough to break out of an old route. I mean, it's like really tempting right now to say, okay, everybody get up and find a new chair, right? I mean, just break out of the route, right? Just break out of the route, you got to be able to break out and, and leave behind some of that stuff so you can get in a new route, a new place, a new direction that is God 
driven. That's what happens. All the way through this experience, that's what happens. It happens not only to the wise men, it also happens to Joseph. Once again, it happens to Joseph. So the wise men get up, they leave by another route. That's not the only one that's got to get up and go. It's got to get on a different route. So there's Joseph. The wise men get up and they're gone. Angel Lord appears to Joseph, urgency again, and says, Look, get up. Flee to Egypt with the child and his mother. Stay there until I tell you to return because Herod's going to search for the child to kill him. And that night, Joseph left. When did he leave? That night. Did he stick around and say, Well, listen, angel guy, you know, I'd prefer to travel in the daytime. Uh, you know, kind of got to get my donkey some rest, you know, get him well-fed, get him watered up, and, you know, we'll leave, you know, how about 7 in the morning? No. It's like that night. Didn't wait around. Didn't think about it a long time. He just heard God saying to him, what? It's time to get off your butt, Joseph. I got a different route for you. I got a different direction for you. And notice where he sends Mary and Joseph. Now he sends them to Egypt. You're a good Jewish boy. You've been raised in the stories. What is it you know about Egypt and your ancestors? That's right. The last time the ancestors were there, they were slaves. Excited about going to Egypt? But that's where God's leading them. That's, where, that's the route that God's leading him to. And Joseph simply responds, gets off his butt, leaves Bethlehem behind, and makes that journey down to Egypt. Some of you are in that place. You're in that place. And in this new year, you just need to let God speak to you this morning and say, listen, it's time. Get off your butt. Leave it behind. Let God put you in a new direction on a new route. Here's the routes that they've been on, Joseph and Mary, right? Nazareth is up here. Jerusalem's down here. Bethlehem's just south of it, right? So they traveled for the census down to uh, Bethlehem. Jesus is born. They go back up to Jerusalem for the rites of purification. They come back down to Bethlehem, seem to be settled in, and then now it's time to leave and head down to Egypt. Think about this also. Why did Mary and Joseph have to make the journey from Nazareth to Bethlehem? Because there was a census. And everybody had to go back to their hometown. So when Mary and Joseph left to go down to Bethlehem, they were going back to where family was. Now God comes to them and says, Listen, you've got to get off your butt. It's time for a new route. route. It's time for a new direction. You're going to Egypt. This time they're going to Egypt and they're on their own. They're on their own. And they got a one-year-old. They're on their own. Can you imagine that? And yet Joseph doesn't hesitate. How can he do that? How can he just say, yes, Lord, I understand. You got a new route for me. He just picks up and goes. He also can do that because he knows God's done this in his life before, right? The dream thing, the direction thing. He's done this on his life before, and God has already made provision for the journey. 
God's already made provision for the vision that God has for the next step in Joseph, Mary, and the child's life. And that happened so fast, so quickly, when wise men show up and they give him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Remember when Joseph and Mary went to Jerusalem for the rite of purification and they made their offering, they made an offering of the poor. A couple birds. That's all they could afford. They were dirt poor. Some wise men show up and they give them three gifts of extraordinary value. And those gifts now become the opportunity for them to stay in sync with what God wants to do in their life. They can take the journey to Egypt. They can take the risk. They can go to Egypt because God's already provided. They can go down there. They have money for the journey. They have money to stay there. They have resources that allows them to stay there as long as they need to stay for. God will put you on a different route. But when he puts you on a route, he'll make sure you can accomplish the journey. Did you hear that? He may put you on a different route. You need to get off your butt. Make the change. It's time to leave that stuff behind. Get on the different route. But God is going to put you on a route, and he'll see to it that you've got the provision to be able to be on this route and do whatever it is he's put you there to do. That's the way he works. He always provides for the direction that he gives. Did you notice in this whole experience how many times... God's gotten involved. It's amazing, isn't it? God just keeps getting involved in this whole, this whole thing, right? And, and God just keeps getting involved. You know, wise men, time to leave. Joseph, get up and go, right? Herod's going to do something. All right, Herod does something. I mean, God just keeps getting involved and in putting people in the right routes to make sure that everything he's about is accomplished. And you see it in the text It's captured by these words here. It says, This fulfilled what the Lord had spoken through the prophet. Centuries before it actually happened, God is already anticipating and prepared. Not only the good stuff, even the bad stuff. This is the reaction to when Herod, the evil guy, goes and kills these kids. Herod's brutal action fulfilled what God had spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. Do you you get a sense this morning as you go into 2016 that there's a God who's got things under control and you can trust him with your life? You can trust him with your life. You could go ahead, get off your butt, leave whatever it is you need to leave behind, get on that route that God could choose for you because God is bigger and the picture of what he can accomplish in your life is bigger. Look at the wise men. Look at a Joseph and Mary. I mean, God kept intervening and intervening. Now, I'll give you a word of, uh, word of warning about it. If you get off your butt and in this next year you say, listen, I'm convinced God wants me to just leave some of this stuff behind. And, and you start going in a direction that God wants you to go on. That direction may not lead you to the place you think, but it will always lead you to a place of mission. It may not lead you where you think, but it will always lead you to a place of mission. Look at Joseph and Mary. 
They flee down to Egypt. God's provided for them. They're down there. They've been given instruction. Listen, stay there until I tell you it's okay to come back. Finally, Herod dies. Herod dies, and so God sends the angel, and he says, okay, Joseph, time to get on the road again, right? Time to go back. And so they go back. But Herod's son is on the throne in one region, and his other son's on the throne in another region. And the son who's on the throne around Jerusalem is a really bad dude, is just like his dad. The other son, not quite as bad. And so the angel gives him instruction, listen, go, go north. Go up to Nazareth. So Joseph and Mary go up to Nazareth. Think about this with me. You ready? Why would they go to Nazareth? I mean, I know the king was bad around Jerusalem and safety issues, but who's up in Nazareth? Why would you send the most precious gift the world could ever receive up to Nazareth? Because that's precisely where the broken people live. Nazareth was this obscure place of this mix of some Jewish people, some Samaritan people, all kinds of folks of all kinds of different backgrounds, and many people who had no clue who God was. Not so down in Jerusalem, but up in Nazareth. And when Jesus grew up, where did he do most of his ministry? up in Galilee, where Nazareth is found, among broken people, hurting people. See, when you get on the right route, when you're following where God leads you, wherever he leads you is going to lead you into a place of mission. Now think about this. The same was true for the very gift that we celebrated over Christmas, his own son. All of these stories we just looked at this morning, all of this stuff, right, is about God making sure that his son stays on the right route. He's got to stay on the right route. What is his route? He has to live so that he can die. Did you follow that? He can't be killed as a child. He can't die as a child. He's got to stay on the route. He's got to live so that he can walk obediently according to the will and desire of the Father so that he can grow up, spread the word, and ultimately die. Why does that have to happen? So that you can get off your butt and get on a different route. So you can get off your butt and get on a different So your life can change this morning. That 2016 can be absolutely the most incredible year of your life because you get on the route that God chooses for you. You leave all that stuff behind. You just let go. Everything that he died to forgive, you let it be forgiven. Everything that he would teach you and grow in you, you let him do that. Everything that he died so that you can live an elevated life when he walks out of the tomb and is resurrected, it's about resurrecting your life as well. It's all there. Because he stayed on the right route. And the invitation today, the invitation for each one of us is the same darn thing. 
Just get off your butts. Leave it behind. Get your life on that route. Wherever it is, God wants you to go. Because wherever God wants you to go, when you're obedient to that, it's going to be scary, it's going to be risky, but when you do that, you're going to experience the kind of life that you can't experience on your own. You're going to experience that life that goes into mission and changes other people. Let's pray. Father, thank you that you are such a good and gracious God that you give us the, uh, the opportunity to live different kind of lives, not normal lives, not just regular old lives. And as this new year begins now and unfolds, we pray this morning that you would just uh, convict us, convict us through those experiences of wise men and Joseph and Mary and just seeing them being able to just follow, get on the route, a different route, but the route that's obedient to you, the route that you purpose for them. Lord, we pray, help us to find that route. Let go of the past. Help us to be new people today, people who live that elevated life according to kingdom's purpose. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, we invite you to stand up and respond to the message we just heard. Well, this word.